Kevin Lowe. Kevin, great to see you again. Reed, Brownie, good to see you. Unfortunately, this week we lost uh, an Oiler legend and a hockey legend, Teddy Green. What did Ted mean to the Oilers organization, and what did Teddy mean to you? Well, we were so fortunate back then to have three incredible coaches, really, with Glenn Sather, uh, John Muckler, and Teddy Green. They were, I was thinking about this a lot since Teddy's passing and uh, how they complemented one another. They're all very different. Um, Teddy was... Uh, Teddy was quiet yet ferocious. Um, he was the one guy that, um, uh, not trying to do uh, any do, uh, uh, disrespect to Glenn, but Teddy had the most stellar playing career than the three of those guys. <laughs> you know, he played for the Bruins, won a cup. And so he was, for me, he was a guy I always sort of, when, you know, if I went to Teddy and asked him how he played and Teddy said I played shitty, uh, I knew I played shitty. The other two I could never really, I don't want to say trust, but so he was for me, he, you know, he was, a, he was an idol of mine growing up. And, um, and, but having said that, he was such a gentleman, so respected by everybody. And, uh, and not that the other two weren't by any stretch, but we're talking about Ted here is just an incredible human being. Well, he had the instant credibility because of his career. So as a young player coming in, you look at him and say, well, he's actually done this before. And you know how that is. Uh, and not saying that, uh, I mean, Ken Hitchcock proved that you don't have to play. But it certainly helps when you have, you know what it takes. Uh, uh, you know what the players are going through. And um, what I liked most about Teddy was he, he was always, he never walked around with a frown on his face if the team lost. Uh, you know, Glenn would hide it pretty well. Muck would be an absolute grump. You know, like the world had ended. So he wanted to make life, everybody's life miserable uh, so that they knew that you shouldn't lose hockey games. But Teddy would he'd take the opposite approach, saying, hey, you know what, these things happen, and uh, having experienced it, and always made us you know, feel better about ourselves. Well, he was known for, obviously, toughness as a player. And I, and I re remember, I think, he did a few games on crutches as the head coach of the Oilers during his tenure there. Ridiculous pain tolerance, ridiculously tough. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know whether it was, I think it was Derek Sanderson said when asked who the toughest guy he ever played against, and he said Ted Green in practice. Uh, that's not a joke. Uh, I'm trying to think if I know Ted had migraines. Uh, you know, my brother Kenny was the trainer for a lot of years, and, and uh, prior to him, Peter Miller, and, you know, trying to find whatever they could to, you know, suppress the the migraines, I, I couldn't even imagine doing what he did. Like, if, when I, I've had migraines as a kid, and I was completely paralyzed. I, I couldn't even think about doing what he did, but he just he just had this incredible fortitude, internal fortitude that, that pushed him along. Great career, great man. We say farewell to, to Ted Green. And uh, another former Oiler, another late Oiler, Dave Semenko. Dave's drive is currently going on for Sports Central. And now, sport, we should, I always remind people, you can help Sports Central year-round. SportsCentral.org is, is, is the website. Always looking for gently used uh, equipment. You can make a donation as well. But to have Dave Semenko's name associated with Sports Central, that's pretty special, too. It is. Uh, it's uh, and very uh, fitting. Um, Dave, uh, Dave's drive was a, was a byproduct of the Centennial Greatest Team and the Oilers Community Foundation uh, 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 dedicated $250,000 to this initiative. You're right, uh, absolutely, when you say, Reed, that you can donate equipment, gently use equipment any time of the year. 
uh, you can go to uh, Sports Central on Wayne Gretzky Drive. Uh, at, at, but this drive right now is um, is an initiative to get uh, you know to ramp up the um, uh, the equipment in the in the in the the storeroom. They, they're missing a few articles and stuff, and and uh, they needed something to bring attention to it. Uh, Tiger Goldstick used to do this years ago. You know, Tiger's Drive and. And uh, it was such a cool thing. And, it, and Sports Central is, is a typical Edmonton community-minded organization started by the likes of guys like Bill Comrie and, and Wolf Brooks and, you know, real community leaders. And, and uh, it's so important for the, you know, kids that are less fortunate to play all sports so that people can drop off um, whatever they like, gently used, or they can make a cash donation, we're asking as well. Not necessary, though, if they got equipment hanging around the... You know, everybody does. Brownie, yes. you must have a ton at your place. I, I, well, it'll be lesser when I bring it into Sports yeah, Center because yeah. I've got way too much in my house and I don't want to use it anymore. Yeah. You know, when there's guys there that donate their time that actually fix the equipment, so they have sewing machines. So, you know, if something's completely torn apart, you know, don't bother dropping it off. But if you're questioning it, bring it down. They can decide. They can fix it up. And it's all sports. You know, it's not just hockey and 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 um, bicycles oh, as a once bikes, was. Uh, yeah. I, when I was in there, there are there are bikes everywhere, like literally hanging off the ceiling. That's what I found was most incredible. So yeah, it does. It, it, hockey obviously, but soccer shin pads, baseball gloves. I do, I donated golf clubs a few years ago, and probably some youngsters using them a lot better than I ever did. So <laughs> well, uh, every kid should have the chance to play sports. It, money should not be an issue. Uh, family life should not be. They should have the opportunity. And if anyone can donate to allow a kid to play sports, good on them. Uh, the, the team that the Oilers are playing tonight, Philadelphia Flyers, uh, you and I were off-air talking about, we were talking about shorthanded, we talked about, well, the Oilers one year had 36 shorthanded goals uh, during, a preg- during a regular season, which is, I don't know what it is nowadays, but it can't even be half of that for, for a regular team. And then you talked about the fact that you had two shorthanded goals in one series against the Flyers. So the question now is, best memory of games against the Philadelphia Flyers because I know as a fan of the Oilers growing up then I had a lot of really good memories of you guys playing against the Flyers well I I would say uh, you know I don't even know where to start but stepping on the spectrum ice for the first time because I, I as a kid you know I was born in 59 the Flyers won in 72 and 74 I think so you know I was 13 15 watching that happen uh, I was a Flyers fan I love the way they played uh, I love what they represented and uh, a scary building, uh, totally scary building to go in and play as a kid, uh, as a young player. So that memory, um, you know, Kate Smith, I think had passed by the time we played in 79, but they've still played, you know, her singing God Bless America. And, you know, you just have chills down your side and then down your back rather. And, and, and by the time the puck dropped, that was a tough building to play in. Chicago was tough, as you know, but Philly was really tough. So all those things, um, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, we played the uh, the first game back after Pelly Lindbergh died, and that was, you know, an emotional night. There was lots going on. But I, I just think how we went in as a, as a team, we had pretty darn good success. Uh, in the playoffs against them. Not unlike the Boston Bruins, you know, I, I think this is accurate, where in the Bruins, we never won a regular season game in the Boston Garden, and we never lost a playoff game in the Boston Garden. And I think something similar with the Flyers. 
Before we let you go, Kevin, you know, you, you had to learn the ropes as a, as a defenseman in the NHL. You, you just talked about the spectrum, other things you have to overcome as a young defenseman. We, we've had a couple of great stories on the Oilers so far this year. Joel Pearson, he's a little bit older, but he's been able to, to jump in after playing in Sweden and contribute. And then Ethan Bear, and he really talked about everything he did in the summer to become a pro. He talked about his diet and his workout habits. And even when I saw him at the Perry Pern 3-on-3, I was like, man, he looks, his body composition looks looks a little different. And, and I mean, he is very calm out there, what we've seen so far this year. It really, uh, really happy for Ethan. You know, he's put his time in. Um, he had a great junior career. And, uh, you know, it's tough. You get, you play some game, you get a taste of it, and then you get sent down, and then other guys get called up. And, um, you know, the, so the fact that he obviously hung in there, he's still a young guy, put his time in, and that's what happens. That's the evolution of a, of a pro hockey player. I think both Brownie and I can relate to that. You know, your first couple of years are sort of, you know, you're walking around with your, cloud in the, your, your head in the clouds, and then all of a sudden you go, you start looking at the guys that are having success. What are they doing? How do they, you know, how do they train? I mean, the good thing about the Oilers is that trainers, uh, uh, Connor's one of the hardest working guys on the team comes the most fit um you know in our day uh uh mess was really fit uh wayne was fit in a different way <laughs> but uh, i mean his vo2 was incredible so um and and so really happy for ethan i mean the good thing about this team in the coming years is i watch a lot of bakersfield's games for obvious reasons i see those guys play uh, uh, Jones is going to be a good player, and, and Logason is going to be a good player, and uh, Bouchard is going to be a very good player. So, I mean, that's we, there was some dark years on defense, but I think uh, and Ethan's evidence of that. I mean, he's still going to make some mistakes, mm-hmm. but he's just starting to get his his feet wet now. Kevin, thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always great to see you. Thanks for your memories of Ted Green and for updating us with Dave's Drive and Sports Central. Awesome stuff. Thanks, guys.